0: Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junto, episode 67. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I'm the creator of Bear Fruit. And I'm here with my co host, Adam J.C. Penny.
1: Oh yeah,
0: that's a,
1: it's JCPenney J. in Vogue right now. How's, how's that doing? Hey man, how's a company? I don't really know what's going
0: on. Okay. But I just remember that that's where my mom used to go.
1: You remember they had the video game zone like way back. There was a video game zone in, in, that, J. C. De- in that department store. They had one little area where they sold electronics. Okay. I played the Super Nintendo up in there.
0: I'm Mario Kart on what Super is Nintendo? Su- like some people are like, what is a Super Nintendo? They're like Googling, what is
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. A yeah. Super the, all right. Nintendo? It was kind of like the Switch.
0: <sighs> it was less portable. I'm sorry, what? It was less portable. It was kind of like the, the Switch. T- yeah, kind of like How was the it like Switch. the
1: Switch? It's kind of like the Nintendo Switch in that it had graphics. <laughs> Legend of Zelda was. So on you it? mean it was like. And it was made anything. by Nintendo. Yeah.
0: In that it, it was, was an like object anything. that you it could was observe. an object that had a screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, you know, that's like one. saying a Game Boy is just, you know, like what's a Game Boy? It's like an iPad. <laughs> is
1: <it>? a <laughs> Game Boy like an yeah. iPad? Yeah, yeah. Game Boy is like an iPad. I remember my first iPad and all it did was play Tetris.
0: Wow. <laughs> did it? Sounds like a Nokia joint from back in the day where you could play Snake on it. J.C. Penny, J.C. Penny. Yo, shout out to you, man. How you living? How's your life? Talk to the people. Tell them what's going on. Uh, uh,
1: I'm living right. Mm-hmm. Here's how I'm living. I'm doing well. Uh, I want to commemorate something that happened this past week. Six months since Shin Godzilla. Correct, internet. You, are you alive? How are you I'm living? still,
0: I'm here. I'm out here. We're breathing. You know what I mean? I'm still alive. and I'm still among the land of the living. How are you? Six months ago, October 10th.
1: Shin Godzilla went down, a.k.a. the kidney transplant. Mm-hmm. This is your first episode. Welcome to the Junto.
0: Yes. Thank uh, you for stopping and joining us. We appreciate you. Thank you for all the, the new listeners who I would assume may be coming. Mm-hmm. This, all the new listeners that are coming. We had our ta Coates episode. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Origins. We had just came out yesterday. The, the Tom King. The Legend. The origins. Yeah. So Comic Book Junto Origins is making moves out here.
1: Yeah. We'll they, talk
0: a little bit about that later on.
1: Origins is made and I, I, I can't wait to talk about that a little later on because that, that Tom King episode is a, incredible. Mm-hmm. And if you're not reading Tom King, I, I don't know what to tell you. You're Are doing, doing it wrong. Are you, did you start Sheriff of Babylon?
0: I did. Yeah? Yeah. I you got, got through, any thoughts
1: I, on that one? I only got through one
0: issue. Yeah. So I'm still still making my making my way through. But you see, it's different from Batman. Yes. It's different from Vision. I mean, it's a whole other thing. Yeah. Internet, read the
1: Vision, Read Batman Current Run. Mm-hmm. Read The Sheriff of Babylon. Mm-hmm. Consume Tom King's work. Yes. That guy's a master. It's worth he your time. What doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But hey, look. But six months. Six months. So we're out here. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Adam. I, I want to thank you publicly in front of of the millions and millions and millions, and millions uh-huh. of listeners of Comic Book Junto, uh-huh. say thank you for giving me a kidney, man. Hey, hey, anytime. I'm still here. Except that one, only the one time. Anytime, once. But any, <laughs> anytime, one time. Probably not again. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, right. and because of you, I'm, I'm like able to still have some some new AKAs. Here we go. Ooh. All right, it's your man Octavius A. Newman, <laughs> aka Bad and Booju Banton. <laughs> A.K.A. Space Ghost in the Shell, ah. A.K.A. Bed Rockefeller, Ooh. A.K.A. Cash Money taking over for the '99 and the '2000 Space Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a journey, Oh, man. Hey, <sighs> you know, I just I got a couple, you know, go back to the, to the. To the go-to, Killer Croctavious, Uh a.k.a. Brat Panther, Uh you know, and a.k.a. microphone check one two face. Watch your (laughs) mouth when you see me, you know what I'm saying? Respect me when you see me in public, because don't forget, it's 21 Savage Land out here. That's right. And, you know, as 45 has told you many times on the show, I, too, have the 45 on deck. I got the 45 on deck. Don't play around, because you know what it is. (laughs) Okay, don't ever run up on me crazy.
1: We we, we have a listener uh, writing to us on Twitter and saying, I got a shirt idea. Mm-hmm. It's all the AKA names on yeah. the back. Yeah. Like their their tour dates. Well, oh. then, let me tell let me tell you what. You're going to have to make that t-shirt extra long. Yeah. Let me hit you with this. <laughs> hey, what's up? Welcome to Comic Book Toe. It's your boy A-T-E, aka Thank You Base Godzilla, aka oh, yeah. Usain Boltagon, aka X Twenty Three Savage, <laughs> yeah. aka Booster Gold Digger, aka ASAP Rocket Raccoon, aka Wale oh. West.
0: Oh man, Wale, your man, <laughs> your man. Yo, what is? The- Wait, go back. Take, thank you, Base Godzilla, Ga- Base Godzilla. <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow. I'm not trying to get that that curse. Oh, man. I don't want to get the little B curse yeah, put on me. You so. know.
1: I only say it a couple of times. Oh, and
0: there's the there's the competition one Power Man thing.
1: You yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. We got one. Uh, hey, anybody use Power Man thing? Yeah, man. Power Man thing. Power to that. Power Man thing. Oh of man, that of is course. hilarious. That is awesome. Love AKA's AKA's fun. that. AKA game. That would be fun. a very funny shirt for anyone to wear and have to explain.
0: Yeah, they're going to be like, "What is Power hell, Man thing? The hell are you talking cash about? money taking for over for the 99 nine in the two thousand Space Odyssey? No limit Super <laughs> Soldier? What, what are you talking about? What? What is this? Hey man, basically, long and short of it is, we out here is really what we're trying to say. We're having some fun, you know. We That's out right. here. Are oh, we going to send it up for Bear Fruit before we get into it? Listen, podcast brought to you by Bear Fruit. Um, Bear Fruit, Philadelphia-based lifestyle brand, dedicated to turning um, creative beliefs. In, wait, I messed it up. Philadelphia-based lifestyle brand, mm-hmm. dedicated to turning to belief into mm-hmm. creative mm-hmm. action, and inspiring great for others to thank you, inspiring <laughs> others to do the same. Um, so, what you should do is go to comic book joint. Uh, Tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash comic book junto mm-hmm. to buy some official comic book junto merch. You should also um, leave us five stars and a positive comment on iTunes. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on SoundCloud as well, and wherever you can get your podcasts on SoundCloud specifically, you can leave us comments. We're trying to do a good job, a better job of replying to those. So for those of you who have left us comments, we haven't replied. We apologize. We're going to try to get We're on gonna top get of on. that. Mm-hmm. We, and, got, we got people.
1: <laughs> we got people out here replying yeah. for us. Yeah. And that, those people are
0: Octavius and myself. That's right. That's it. It's the two of us. Yeah. So, um, yes. And also shoot us a tweet at Octavius A. Newman on Twitter, at Adam Tetris on Twitter, mm-hmm. at Comic Book Junso on Twitter. Ask us questions using hashtag Ash. Ask CBJ and let us know what other person in geekdom, geek culture, TV, movies, comic books, you know, writer, illustrator, whoever, movie star, actor. Listen, Twitter Twitter has been able to get us in touch with some of these people. That's right. And, you know, I mean, look, it's it's because of what you guys are doing. It's because of what you guys are doing Mm -hmm. that. We're actually being able to have these these people come on and tell their origin stories. So yeah. listen, tweet at some people. Let them know that you want them to be on the show. Um, let them know that you want to hear their origin story and you want to hear us talk to them. And let's see if we can make those things happen. Yeah, Adam, yeah. who you got on your mind? Let's just let's just brainstorm real quick. Who do you want? Whose origin story do you do you want to hear? Oh man, how much time do you got? So sixty second shot clock. All right, right right now,
1: desperately want to talk to G Willow Wilson. Okay, I want G Willow Wilson on. The show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love to talk to Brian K. Vaughn. I would love mm. BKV. Uh, that man seems elusive. Like he, I, I don't see a lot of uh, uh, interviews with him, a lot of media with him. I would love to talk with him. I would love to talk to Cliff Shang. Cliff Shang, uh, who we heard in the Tom King origin story. Uh, Cliff and Tom King worked together. Once upon a time, Cliff Shang is the artist for Paper Girls right now, mm-hmm. creative director. I mean, he's just the man. He's amazing. I mean, there are so many people I want to talk to. It's a long, long list, but that's the top of my list. Who's, a, who's on you?
0: Chio Hadari Coker. Mm. Director of uh, Luke Cage. Oh, Luke Cage. That's right. That's like, that's. I'd love to talk to him. Yeah. Just, I mean, that's just off the top of my head. First person that comes to mind. And I mean, of course, we have some other things that are on deck, mm-hmm. Lord willing, mm-hmm. that will give a little more information about, but if you've been seeing the tweets and seeing some of the back and forth, you'll probably get an idea of what's going on. But I just want to take a moment to shout out Andrew CF. Mm-hmm. And that's at Andrew CF88, who pretty much initiated the conversation between myself and Tom King. That's right. And now, Tom King has done Combo Junto Origins. So thank you. So the power of the Junto. We have... We have a community who's coming together to make some things happen. So
1: that's shout right. Shout out to you, Andrew. You, and you know, I, I need you to give a shout out as well. And and I hope you're listening to this. And I gotta give a shout out to my, my man Nick. And Nick in his local comic shop realized that the writer uh behind the new Superman, the, the Chinese Superman uh with DC Rebirth, Gene Luen Yang was going to be visiting his local shop. And this dude, my my man Nick, this dude makes a comic book Junto business card. On our behalf. On our behalf. Unbeknownst to us. To hand it over to Gene Luen Yang. What? And he gets a business card in return. So look, we're going to try to hook it up because I would like to respect... The Hustle. And that is amazing. Shout out to you, man. Yeah, seriously. Thank you, Nick. Appreciate yeah. you. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. All, All right. right. You, you know, one of the reasons we ask you to tweet at us and hit us up and send us emails is, is for a talkback segment later on in the show where we have a chance to, to chat with you, to listen to you, answer your questions, do some uh, 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 back and forth. And we will have a special talkback segment today to discuss. But we're going to get to that a little bit later in the show.
0: For now... We got to start with the news. That's right. So let's start it off. Um, Unfortunate thing Mm. to start off with. Unfortunate thing to talk about. But Charlie Murphy has passed Mm -hmm. at 57 years old after fighting leukemia. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I hear Charlie Murphy, I just think of laughing my face off. Mm -hmm. Think about the Charlie Murphy stories. I believe every word.
1: True Hollywood stories on the Chappelle show. You know,
0: wrong. Yeah. Wrong. Oh my God. <laughs> Where you talk about he kicked Rick James, kick in the chest, and Rick James was stopping on his <laughs> on his legs. On his, <laughs> and his <couch>. My legs! <laughs> Fuck
1: your couch! Yeah, I mean... I should never
0: gave you niggas money! <laughs> even
1: Kendrick, yeah, even Kendrick refers to it in To Pimp a Butterfly. Like, he... he, he, he that is... That is pop culture... Gold. Yeah. Those true Hollywood stories. They're gold. I think of the player haters ball. Yeah. Oh my oh gosh. My God, man. Yeah. And Charlie Murphy was just hanging with, with
0: Chappelle. Yeah. Uh he was he was a legend. Prince playing basketball. Oh man. And levitating. <laughs> I believe him. I mean, Charlemagne yeah. said that Prince uh Charlemagne the God said uh Prince levitated right there. So that's when two or three are gathered. That's not what that scripture means. <laughs> Internet does not what that scripture means. But you know, people on multiple occasions have said that Prince was levitating. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. shout out to uh, Charlie Murphy, you know, condolences to the family. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, Charlie. We appreciate what you've given us mm-hmm. in our lives. We appreciate you being able to make us laugh. Appreciate, you know, you just in general. So,
1: yeah. And If you got some free time uh, after you listen to this show Take yourself to YouTube and type in Charlie Murphy Chappelle show. You have
0: a good old time. You have a
1: ball. Yes, man. There's a good. So thank, thanks for your work, Charlie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but dang, yeah. F your couch, man. <laughs> I F guess. your couch, indeed. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. So we got to started there, but you know it, it's not all somber news this week. Uh, we did have uh, something to get excited about. Geek culture is ablaze. Over Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. This is the first time we've had an opportunity to watch a trailer. Now Octavius, right, as the founder of the Blackout Congregation. Mm-hmm. Did you watch
0: the trailer? I did watch the trailer. Okay, <clears throat> and now I want to go into a little bit of talk back a little bit early. It hit me. So from Kenny Simba Sparks at Kenny Sparks ninety, he sent us a question. He says, "Dear Blackout Congregation." Mm-hmm. I'm writing you to inquire about the recently released (laughs) Thor Ragnarok (laughs) teaser trailer. I wanted to know what the elders view on this air quote teaser is and if they view it as a final piece of promotional material the members of the congregation should view. With love and respect Simba Sparks. Forsooth. Verily.
1: (laughs) Uh, Good question. Well. I am not designated. This is out of my jurisdiction. Yeah. So, what is your response?
0: Well, as one of the founding elders Mm -hmm. of the Blackout Congregation... You've consulted the council. Yes, I have have an opinion on this. And here's what I put on Twitter, and I'll just kind of sum it up this way. Number one, this trailer was fantastic. Yeah. Number two, this is the one and only trailer I will be watching for Thor Ragnarok. Which means, as far as I'm concerned, you're excited. Oh, I'm very excited. Yeah. I'm plenty excited. Um, It definitely, I mean, spoilers for the trailer, it definitely gave us another tone that was like, oh, this is where we're going. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was kind of Guardians of the Galaxy-ish. Very. And when I saw the initial, like, Color of the lo- the text The typography logo Back a little while ago I was like ah, That's some like Stranger things I don't really get it But then Rainbow Bridge And it's like Oh when you actually Watch the trailer You say Oh okay mm-hmm. Now it all connects I see the art direction I see Because I mean The type separated From the rest of the visuals You're kind of like That doesn't look like Thor Yeah But you know And, and it's funny Because the trailer Is serious 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 And that last part Yeah it's like, yeah. oh, it's funny. <laughs> and it, it makes sense that the
1: director of this movie has, has worked in comedy for a long time. Mm-hmm. He directed and, and wrote, I believe, episodes of Flight of the Concord. Okay. There's the movie, the mockumentary, What We Do in the Shadows, which mm-hmm. is a, in a, such a funny movie, like real world kind of style, MTV real world, but a, about a house filled with vampires. Mm-hmm. Um Yo, Tessa Thompson in this as Valkyrie. I'm excited. Jeff Goldblum as Jeff Goldblum. Idris out here with full-fledged locks. Yo. How
0: many years have we been away from him?
1: Doing battle, no less. I mean, like it's
0: it's serious. I mean, he's out here. Idris with some, got locks. He got some Michonne's. He and got Thor. Lost. Him. He looked
1: like Bishop. Yeah, he does look like Bishop, in fact. From the X Men. Absolutely. Yeah. And he does. I like it.
0: I like the look. Everything you get to see about You Idris this is go to awesome. battle.
1: Yo, and then that last scene, the incredible.
0: Yes. The incredible, and because Hulk. the tone switched so hard, like when you see it happen, because like the whole time my eyes are, we got to start doing trailer reactions, yeah. Adam. <laughs> yeah. We have to start doing trailer <laughs> reactions because I felt my face as I was watching it, but I couldn't see. It. Oh, I lit up. You know what I mean? Yeah. My face looked
1: like Thor's face. Yes, he's just like, <sighs> yes, <laughs> he's
0: my friend. Yes, we're coworkers from work. We work together.
1: Yeah, that is so exciting.
0: Yeah, so I'm in. I'm in. So I'm in. I'm in. So, But that's the last trailer. I need to see nothing else. How dare they call this a teaser trailer? It is. What it else is, are you going to... Tease? Oh, what else yeah. are you going to show? That's it. Le- Internet? That's everything. Listen, believe what I say when I tell you. Do not watch any more trailers from Thor, Ragnarok. <laughs> you got enough to get a vibe, but not really know what's going on. Mm-hmm. You have a general gist of, okay, Mjolnir... You know, Hela, oh, I,
1: I forgot to even mention Kate Blanchett yeah. as
0: Hela. This is one of those times
1: when I've seen a depiction of a comic book character in the movie. Mm-hmm. And it looks right. Mm-hmm. It looks so right because if you read a comic book with Hela in it and you see that headpiece, the like kind of black antler yeah, yeah, situation, yeah. yo, they nailed it.
0: Mm-hmm. And she smashes the hammer. Oh my! God. With her hand, you're like, what is going oh. on? I don't have any answers. Good, good. Don't read anything. I implore you, do not watch this trailer again. Mm-hmm. Don't, just, just stop. Here's I what I do know. Here's what I do know.
1: This trailer was beloved. This was, this was watched uh, uh, an unbelievable amount of times in the first 24 hours. Uh, yeah. According to The Hollywood Reporter, the trailer for Thor Ragnarok grabbed 136 million views in 24 hours. And that puts it second only to one other movie. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that movie is? It is Poodie Tang. <laughs> soul Plane. You were so close. It is Soul Plane? You were so close. No, not soul it plane. was not Soul Plane. <laughs> <laughs> that new It trailer. Was it? You know, I was going to say It, but I was going to say it as a joke. That surprised me. That really surprised me. I thought it would be, I don't know, Avatar mm. or something like that, right? You would
0: think it's Avatar. Well,
1: it's the best movie Wh- why of Why do time. you always
0: try to bring it back to Avatar?
1: I'm trying to plan. I'm, when I get married, eventually if I get married, mm. I will be having it on the Avatar planet Pandora. Mm. So, you know, well, I, I name drop it on the show because mm-hmm. I'm trying to get in touch Adam, with that's anybody. Not a, that's not a real place.
0: I'm working on it tell me it's not a real place. I just told you it's not a real place.
1: A-Won and gahu man, tell me That it's doesn't not a mean real place. anything.
0: That doesn't just because you tell said those that words Tell me the ain't real. Just because you said that Jig Sully. Listen. No, it's not a real place. Okay. I need you to know that. Agree to disagree. <laughs> some people write some sometimes you <laughs>
1: somebody write somebody wrong. Let me let me introduce <laughs> my uh, uh, congregation. It's called Avatar is real.
0: <laughs> this is me, and you are the the, the sole founder and, and only member, the, the representative. Not only you the president, you're also a client. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm the founder, president, CEO, CFO, and actor, the congregation stuntman, Yeah, everything. It, the grip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Boom. Yeah, yeah, boom, Mike. But look, uh, Thor Ragnarok it, it it grabbed a lot of views, but it didn't get as many as that new remake of it. Uh-huh. That got 197 million
0: in yeah. 24 hours. Yo. Yeah. What? We got some movies to look forward to. Listen, internet, if you have any advice on how to do, because um, we even just got a tweet, like, are you guys going to be doing stuff on YouTube? Mm. Yes. If you have any advice or any wisdom or any experience or any knowledge or anything, serious question, serious question on how to do You know, trailer reactions and video reactions on YouTube, and how to edit it and film and all that kind of stuff. Because this is this is a two man show. Let us know. If we don't figure it out, and if we can't fit it in our schedule, then it don't get. We have so many ideas, but not (laughs) not many many hands to get the work done. We're
1: banging rocks over here. You you can't see the studio right now, but everything is it like Flintstones material, right? I'm talking into a giant conch shell right now. Yes. So it's if you can help us
0: out with some guidance, we would much appreciate that because I'm sure we could figure it out. It's not yeah. that we can't figure it out. We figured out how to do this podcast. No, just point us in the right direction. Yeah. It would just help us to give us some resources. Cause we've done a little bit of Googling, but yeah. it would help us out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. All right. What we got next. Now it looks like we got some justice league poster stuff. Why are we talking about? This? All right. So I
1: just want to get your thought. Uh, justice league has a poster and it's a brand new poster and it's out. It's making us rounds on geek culture blogs. It, uh, it shows most of the cast, although, No Superman, no Man Mm -hmm. of Steel, Mm -hmm. right? And it says, Unite the League. Mm -hmm. It's got Batman in the front. Everybody's looking to the left. Right. Have you seen the poster? Are you looking at the poster? I've seen the poster. Which of these people doesn't look like a real person? Why does Cyborg look like he walked out of Mortal Kombat?
0: Well, it's like the CG is his whole head. Well, I mean, he's like that's the whole conversation. Is he more man than machine, or what? But even his nose, his mouth—I mean, it just looks like a video game. What? Like Batman doesn't look like that. How come Wonder Woman doesn't look like that? Because they're not machines, I guess. I don't know. I would assume that the reason why they designed him to look more mechanical is because he is. Sure. You know? Sure. I, I mean, I'm still going to see the movie. I don't need to see this poster. Sure. I, don't really, I, I mean, it's a poster. It's a picture. We are all going to go see this movie or not anyway. Now, what is the Blackout congregation stance on stuff like this? Promo I don't go religious. looking for it. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, the, again, my thing is I'm trying to forget everything that I know. Mm-hmm. So when I go into the movie, I go into it as, like, clean slate as possible. That's just me.
1: Sure. Sure. All right. Going fresh. Ignore this. Yeah. You never saw it.
0: Didn't happen. Okay, fair enough.
1: Let's mm-hmm. move on. All right, big story that we do need to touch upon because we have to touch upon it. Uh, this has been making its rounds all over the internet for the past week. And uh, stop me if you've heard this one before. Mm-hmm. Brand new X Men comic comes out. Uh, Got you. Illustrator uh, by the name of Ardian Sayaf. Mhm. Uh this is his first run on X-Men, I believe, and his last. Yeah. Uh and he he done been fired immediately. That's what the internet told me. So, there's a lot of talk about what happened here. Mm-hmm. X-Men is getting this huge uh, uh reboot the, uh, get, getting a lot of love from Marvel right now. Yeah, a lot of X-Men, attention. X Men Gold, X Men Blue, um, X Men uh, d- Turquoise, X Men X Men Red, Black and Green. Exactly, exactly. X Men yep. Red, X Men Blue, Gold, Silver. All of Pokemon mm-hmm. Johns. X Men Fuchsia, X Men Fuchsia, yeah. X Men Diamond, X Men Pearl. Yeah, all of them. Mm-hmm. All of them. So X Men Gold comes out. I think. Last week. Uh I believe. I believe because X-Men Blue came out today. And uh the, the artwork looks pretty good. One problem. There was a little detail that was snuck into the, the artwork uh in two specific places. Mm-hmm. One on the shirt of Colossus yeah. and one on a uh, like a store banner above the head of Kitty Pride. Yeah.
0: And to me, to you, to, to anybody, me, yeah.
1: I mean it looks pretty innocuous
0: well i I gotta say i've done i've read a couple articles on this and where i'm at right now Mm -hmm. i'm kind of like okay i i'm ignorant on this one you know what i mean like i'm not well well read and i'm not fully understanding so i just want to be you know Put that out on the table. Like, I have read the story, but I'm kind of like, I'm still trying to understand what exactly sure. is going on. So it's really hard for me to have a full opinion other than this is what the news says. Sure. But sure. my opinion about it is kind of like... This is what the news says. Well, it seems it seems that
1: that is kind of the case for most people. And mm-hmm. definitely was the case for whichever editor was working on the book. Yeah. Didn't understand what that artwork was. Had no reason to understand. Mm-hmm. No reason to have any reference. So it, it totally flew by them. And they published it. Well, lo, what, and, lo and behold, what that artwork is, what that text is, are mm-hmm. references to uh, certain uh, segments of the Quran that evidently in Indonesia... In in the Quran, as translated through Indonesian, are interpreted as being anti-Semitic and anti-Christian.
0: And see, that's what's hard for me because I'm like, yeah, I don't have, I I got nothing. You know what I mean? Right. Like all I have is, oh, I okay. uh, I guess I don't know. You know? Do we have an actual quote from like? So, because what's important to me is I want to be respectful. And if I don't understand something, I'm really hesitant to really speak much about it because I don't want, especially when it comes to things like the Quran and it comes to things like scripture and things like that. It's like, okay, let me just, if I don't, if I haven't done my research, which I haven't and sure. I'm not like well-read and understood, sure. I want to make sure that I'm not out here just saying wild stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, one of the things that helped me, and the, and this is a quote that I'll, I'll pull to, to use for this story is um, some explanation and articulation from G Willow Wilson, who we just heard from, Mm -hmm. by the way. Yeah. G Willow Wilson, who's working with Marvel. She's the creator of Ms. Marvel Kamala Khan. Mm -hmm. Uh, She is a Muslim uh, herself and she's speaking on behalf of how, evidently tricky this text is Mm -hmm. and why not she didn't even notice it initially and she didn't even know what it meant initially and very few people would right evidently that's part of what's weird here is this is to a very specific group of people in indonesia where it would be interpreted as this thing but either way marvel ain't having it right so here's what marvel has has said okay Marvel has terminated Ardian Sioff's contract effective immediately. X-Men Gold number two and three featuring his work have already been sent to the printer and will continue to ship bi-weekly. Issues four, five, and six will be drawn by someone else. Seven, eight, nine, someone else. Uh, X-Men Gold is, uh, is not going to be delayed is what they've said. Mm-hmm. And they found a permanent replacement. So here's the breakdown of this entire story. If you have no idea what this is, here's how you repeat it to someone else. The controversy is largely based on Sayof placing a reference to a controversial verse from the Quran on Colossus's shirt in a panel from X-Men Gold Number 1. Uh, to some, and particular readers uh, if, of Sayof's home country in Indonesia, that verse carries anti-Semitic and anti-Christian message. Okay. So, to a group of people that's hateful. Mm-hmm. And Marvel didn't know. A lot of people didn't know. But it gone snuck in that book anyway. Yeah. So now they had to deal with it. Yeah. And he's off the book. And I just, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, this guy just committed
0: career suicide. It's over. Like that's, that's it. Yeah. I Like I, and that's kind of why I'm kind of like. And the artwork is good. And I, I, I don't, this is again, this is why I'm kind of like, I don't really even have anything to say about this because. I don't understand exactly because I tried to read about it and I was like, wait, what happened? And wait, did he is that is the problem because it's the Quran, or is the problem because the translation or is the problem because what it means? I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't have enough understanding. So for me, it's kind of like that's what happened. I do want to dig into it more to see if I can get a better understanding of what exactly is going on, because that is important to me. You know, just for myself to get a good grasp of okay, what exactly happened here Mm -hmm. and what's going on, Mm -hmm. because as of right now, I don't fully have that.
1: And and that seems to be the the consensus. Not a lot of people know exactly what's going on here, but the bottom line is it was it was put in there by an artist with intent to make a message that is not unifying, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, that's a bad look for the company, which would be Mm -hmm. you know, some people are going to see this and they're going to feel oppressed, right? You can't. You right. just can't do that. Right. You can't do that. So suffice to say, uh, you may not have noticed any of this, but you've probably seen it on the internet. Mm-hmm. But someone did a thing to hurt other people, and he's paying for it.
0: Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. Dang. So it was on-
1: all over too. Yeah, it was
0: everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Moving on, we've got some news about this Aquaman movie that's coming up. <laughs> Um, So there's an Aquaman movie coming up And we have found out that Dolph Lundgren Of course Will be in the Aquaman movie Of course Last time I saw Dolph Lundgren It was like in Expendables Uh, It's been a long time Yeah yeah. Yeah. I mean, and Dolph Lundgren is Is he to, in
1: every Expendable? I don't know.
0: Is he every Expendable? I don't think so, because Terry Crews is one of them. And well, well, of course. Yeah, so he and I, I mean, know that they're not the same. But there
1: are three Expendable movies, yes. right?
0: Uh, from what I hear, uh, Stallone is no longer going to be oh. doing the Expendable movies. I th- I've seen the first two. I forgot about the third one, so I wasn't sure. I love them, so. even though they're like ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, it is what it is. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So he's going to be playing King Nurius. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's basically going to be a villain character. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Uh, okay, sure. <laughs>
1: Why not? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. let's see, let's see. Sh- sure, sure. And I mean, it seems like let's see him breathe underwater. I got to see him breathe underwater. It seems like Aqua. Yeah, I got to see him move. I yeah, gotta see him, gotta breathe see him underwater. move underwater. Uh, it seems like the, the 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 score this movie is aiming for is have the biggest burliest dudes you can get. And put him underwater.
0: And so, yeah. you know, you, you're doing it. Let's do it. Absolutely. Stallone might end up under there too.
1: <laughs> I don't think, so, so, Stallone has a hard time breathing uh, above. You think so? I think, like, on land. And you saw Creed, right? Yeah. I mean, he was having a tough time. Well, he's playing a character. Who's I'm just basically, saying, put him underwater. I wrote the law. I am the law. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be underwater chasing chickens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the evidence has been falsified.
0: Uh, I'm excited That's not the only casting news we have This is big casting Hold news Hold up real quick Internet If you know where those Stallone quotes are from Please tweet at me and let me know <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> I know where they're I'm from But I would just like to say I'd just like to see who knows where they're from You get the uh, the
1: famous comic book Junto no prize Yeah you that's right correct and we'll give you, you will get no you prize. will get a no prize mm-hmm. um, um, Speaking of uh, Husky Burley guys Every week we talk about casting news for this man Yeah Cable Every
0: week we're talking about who
1: might be Cable in Deadpool Mm 2.
0: As of today, it is official. Mm -hmm. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. (laughs) So glad they went with that direction. No, it's not Kevin Hart. Went with The Rock. Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. From From Thanos is going to be Cable. Yeah. How does that work? How bizarre is that? There's no contractual issues here. I don't know. There's no... So, and what we talked about, at least what we heard... Whoever cable is is going to be the leader of the X Force. That's what we heard. Mm-hmm. No nothing confirmed. So it seems like, you know, there's no contractual obligations that are being broken. Here's the thing. You know, you know Deadpool is going to remark on that.
1: Oh, absolutely. Wade Wilson be like, Absolutely. You remind me of a guy. Purple face sits in a chair. You remind me of a guy. Obsessed with the glove.
0: Yeah. Michael Jackson? No, that ain't it. Yeah, I'm looking for. I'm ready for it. Yeah, you know, I'm ready because
1: they can't just let that lie. I just need Brolin to get in the gym.
0: Yeah, because he's not a big guy. Well, you know, Cable. He's, a, he's got the scruff, like this kind of scruffy older, older guy. Word. But one thing, if you've read Colt Cable, or even freaking seen Cable, he's massive. Yeah, he's not a everyman. He's not a Clint Eastwood type of guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he's not even a. Yeah, he's he's more like Brock Lesnar than he is like yeah you know Sylvester Stallone.
1: Rob Liefeld, the the artist uh, who created Cable, created Deadpool, mm-hmm. famously would draw these huge torsos, huge upper bodies, giant muscular men and women. Yeah, tiny heads. And almost never would draw the feet. Couldn't Mm -hmm. draw feet. Mm -hmm. So Cable's this hulking mass of a dude. Biggest guns you ever saw. Pouches on pouches on belts on belts. All the ammo. All the ammo. So I'm excited to see it, but it's so wild. He just came out from where? It was going to be Michael Shannon, and then Russell Crowe, Brad Pitt, Pitt, Peter Harbour, Stephen Lang. Yeah. Uh, And here it is, Josh Brolin. I mean, I see it. I get it. Yeah. You got it, Josh. Nice work. Holding it down in the MCU and the, I guess X universe, X XU. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, this is one that I'm really excited about. Talk to me about this. All right, Star Wars. Uh, I'm a big Star Wars fan, and I'm really excited to get Star Wars news as they're going into. I think uh, the Star Wars like convention. There's a, a convention every year that celebrates the franchise, and there was this one piece of news that I thought was really exciting about extended lore and there's a book coming out called star Wars from a certain point of view. And it's an anthology. It's called star Wars from a certain point of view, from a certain point of view. Now that is a reference to a line of dialogue in return of the Jedi. that Obi-Wan says when Obi-Wan was talking to the ghost of Obi-Wan was talking to uh, Luke and Luke's like, well, I thought you said my dad was dead. And Obi-Wan famously says, well, from a certain point of view, I didn't lie to you. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, so, from a certain point of view, is going to celebrate 40 years of Star Wars by featuring 40 stories, and each one is by a different writer. Interesting. And all of them are going to be from the perspective of Kevin Hart. The back, of Kevin Hart of <laughs> Thanos of Cable himself. <laughs> right. but it's all people from like the background like the 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 aliens hanging out in Mos Eisley mm-hmm. from Rando X-wing X-wing fighter right. from the dude who trains the Rancor mm-hmm. like th- they're all going to be these weird uh, universe building stories. So, not comic book, just stories. All just a book, just mm-hmm. a, like a straight, just text novel. Gotcha. And I'm really stoked that comes out October 3rd. The reason I'm stoked is I remember one of my favorite things about Star Wars was the Bounty Hunter book. There was a book about the Bounty Hunters. That's when I became obsessed with Boba Fett and ID 88 mm-hmm. and Zuckus and Forlum and Bosque. It was like, forget all the stuff in the movies. The thing I was craziest about was the bounty hunters that didn't even have any lines. But that's Star Wars, you know? That that
0: universe is so big Mm. that you can flesh it out. So I'm real, real pumped. Real quick, I want to throw something in there since we're talking about anniversaries and celebrations. Mm? The Akira 35th anniversary box set Mm. is going to be coming out this year. Dang. So there's going to be like...
1: Hard. Jordan peeles uh, uh he's gonna be uh directing he's gonna, that? He's gonna be directing the that already
0: written <laughs> the yeah. already written manga. He's redoing it? I don't think so. <laughs> no, but it's just you know, it's just something because it just came to my mind somewhat Kenny had pointed it out to me, because I'm really big into hardcover, you know, just the stuff that you can stuff. collect stuff and put it on your bookshelf and just have it forever yeah. instead of like the floppy, floppy issues. So for those of you who are interested in Akira, have already read it. Or since you've heard us talk about the fact that Jordan Peel might be directing it or is getting courted to. And if you want to go back and read the whole thing, and even if you've seen the anime, it's going to be coming out 35, 35th anniversary box set, it's coming out October twenty fourth. So that's another thing. Just will you purchase that? Yes.
1: You will. Yeah. I have it it's it's a Blu-ray, I imagine. No, no, no. It's the actual books. Oh, oh, it is the manga. The manga.
0: Yes. Oh, dude.
1: Yes. See that changes the, things. the
0: whole Akira.
1: See, I thought this was like a giant box, and it basically you just get a DVD in the middle. No By the way. Thank you, Tom King.
0: Yeah. But yeah. I, I didn't want that. I want the I want the manga. Yeah. So it's the the manga. I'm sorry if I didn't say that. So no, I'm, no, I'm you probably did. That. I was just yeah. so
1: fixated. Dang. Okay. So That's fixated
0: one. on on Jordan Peele.
1: <laughs> yeah. <I was laughs> everything's so not, thinking about. Everything's Jordan. not about him.
0: Okay. Wow. Well. <laughs> All right. So yeah, transition from Star Wars. Back into Star Wars,
1: yeah. Uh, okay, new story floating around. Tom Holland, new Spider Man, okay, new Peter Parker, okay. Uh, you remember when he made his screen debut in Civil War Captain America? Civil was that War? his screen debut? That was That's Tom, the first thing he'd ever done on screen. Well, that was Peter Parker, Tom Holland, Peter Parker ah. debut, you know, Spidey, yeah, in the MCU, yeah. First mm-hmm. time we got it, look, mm-hmm. and he cracks a joke about Empire Strikes Back, yeah, about it being a real old movie, yeah. Well, as it turns out, Tom Holland. Has never seen any of the original Star Wars films. I can believe it. How? Because,
0: How can you believe it? Because he is young, and no. those movies are old.
1: <laughs> that was the joke I mean, that he made. He's like, yeah.
0: oh, this is just like that old movie. Yeah. Empire Strikes Back.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <sighs> it makes sense. I mean, look, that doesn't make sense to you?
1: I mean, yes, to some degree, it makes sense to me. To another, because he's playing Spider-Man and he's working as an actor, you think that there's some... There's some knowledge you need to have of great cinema, I guess. Is Are the Star Wars movies
0: great cinema? Man, don't even. Don't even. We we'll go back to episode into the, one. Don't you walk into episode, episode come one. Episode one. <laughs> don't go there. Here's here's. We've talked about this. Here's the reason. Over a year ago. I want to on, episode one. Uh, I'm no, noticing, I'm not. Don't, don't try
1: to. Don't try let to. Let change, it lie. Don't try to change I'm the subject. I'm trying to take this conversation down like an ad at
0: presently. I mean, I totally see Excellent. someone not seeing Star Wars well I understand and how someone you... being great and not have seeing Star Wars sure it's like someone saying to someone who's currently a music, a music artist going what you mean you've never heard Ready to Die sure it's like cause I never heard Ready to Die cause I didn't grow up On Ready to Die I grew up on other things So it's just like Your parents going You never listen to I mean not you But like maybe I don't know I don't know based off What your musical background is For my parents It was Ready to Die My mom was like
1: What you mean you never listen to
0: Ready to Die Or like someone's like What do you mean you never listen to um, Lady Sings the Blues soundtrack Which is one of my mom's Favorite soundtracks Right You know And it's like What do you mean you never heard Diana Ross It's like Because I never heard Because I never listened to Diana Ross Because that's just not That's not the music of my my time period. That's not the media and the film of my time period. Mm -hmm. Now, maybe I'll make my way back there, but what I'm recognizing is, you know, Mm -hmm. as you get older, you still feel like you're young. Sure. And you still, because what happens is, this is what I've concluded, media and the world and culture revolves around youth. Oh, yeah. And what happens is, as you get older, you still feel like you're the youth. Mm -hmm. You still feel like the world should revolve around you like it always did. Yeah. But then you sit hit a certain age and you make a reference, and 75% of the room doesn't get the reference. And yeah, you go, You've never heard of DMX?
1: Not that long ago, I made a joke on stage mm-hmm. uh, uh, it, referencing Marlo Stanfield. Mm-hmm. No one responded. Yeah. And I was like, from the wire, no one responded. Like da- David Simon, Baltimore. Mayor Carcetti, I'm just she. Yeah, I'm just going down the line. Like, please come on, McNulty, McNulty, nothing, nothing. Idris Elba, nothing. Stringer Bell, nothing. Okay, Avon Barksdale, no, nothing. Yeah, uh, but it, it, I had that realization. Yeah, I'm like dang, but that was in a room filled with people who were my age as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, and I thought maybe it would go over. Yeah, the reason I brought this story up is one, I want to extend grace to Tom Holland. I hope he watches this movie because mm-hmm. I think it's worth his time. Mm-hmm. And two. I got a question for his parents.
0: Mm-hmm. He goes on to say, Tom Holland says, You want to know if Rogue One is 3.5? I've already answered that no, question you, you, for you. We you, you, ain't even going in that. I've already, Adam, I got the 3.5 on deck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but Tom Holland says,
1: I'm even more embarrassed to say that I loved those movies when I was a kid. Everyone's like, what? You liked those movies, but I thought they were great. Now, what those movies are, you say?
0: One, two, one, three. The prequels. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. So I just
1: want to talk, Mr. Ms. I bet he's seen three point five though. I'm not sure what the parental situation is. I'm sorry if those are not your your titles. Uh Holland Family. What are you doing? You you sat down and you showed this boy Midi chlorians and Jar Jar Banks. Hey.
0: And you didn't show him any of the other stuff. They raised him to be Spider Man and oh, he made it. Goodness. Look at him now. Goodness. You know? He's too busy backflipping in his backyard so he can get this <laughs> position as Spider Man and make these millions. Well, he needs to whip over to Blockbuster or something like rent.
1: What is a blockbuster? Rent a VHS. What is that? Steal a. No, he just VCR. needs to watch it on a Taz.
0: Yeah, he's got to watch it on a Taz. Yeah, exactly. Again, thank you, Tom King, for inventing the Taz. Thank you, Tom King, for in you know inventing the Taz. Thank you, Tom King, for inventing the uh, the logo for digital uh, DVDs. The DVD. Thank you, Tom King, for inventing Pebble Ball, <laughs> and thank you, Tom King, for throwing one pebble and hitting three screenwriters with one. With one throw That's right you, Look, ever hear, you ever hear Two birds one stone Well I'll have you know that not only can Tom King Write the vision Write Batman But he can hit Three screenwriters With one pebble Yeah if Three birds One king
1: exactly. Yeah Exactly There it is uh, uh, Y'all need to listen To that Tom King CBJ origin story mm-hmm. Need to go back And listen to that episode
0: Yep It, sh- it should be the, the thing That's right before This episode um, Origins Tom King Again I just want to say On air Thank you, Tom King, for sitting down, taking a moment out of your time and talking to me about your origin story. It was very, very insightful, and I really, really appreciate you doing that. So, Tom, if you're listening, which I know you are because we're boys now. Mm-hmm. You know I what heard I mean? This. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Me and Tom are boys. Did you know that?
1: No, well, I'm just, yeah. I was I was outside the window. I was just looking inside. <laughs> I was like, are y'all are boys now? Can you you want to come out? <laughs> come on. Yeah. B- pick up your phone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. So shout out to Tom um, and Internet. Please tweet at us. Let us know what your thoughts are. Tweet at Tom King as well. Let him know what your thoughts are on that episode. I think we I know I would appreciate it. I know we would appreciate it. I'm sure Tom would appreciate it as well. Mm -hmm. So hopefully you enjoy that as much as I did doing it. So, yeah, that's the news. That's right. So, That's right. We're gonna do we're gonna do a little talk back right now, but it's gonna be a little bit different.
1: All right. This uh this talk back segment is a little bit different. Like Octavia said, you know, during talkback, we like to take your tweets, your emails, your voicemail, and respond to it and speak with you. You can ask us questions about comics, geek culture, about your life, about the stars, about your destiny. You know, whatever. Just hit us up because we like talking. And uh, this one's going to be a little bit different, and it's going to blend somewhat into the third segment we usually do, which is new books and books of the week. So today is an important day and a sad one in that Power Man Iron Fist by our friends, David F. Walker Mm -hmm. and Sanford Green, friends of the Junto. It's the last one. Issue 15 came out today, and it is the last in the run in which Walker and Green are working on this duo. So it's it's big. It, for a lot of our episodes, uh, Comic Book Junto, if you've been joining us for a little while, you hear us do a book of the week, and sometimes we're talking about Power Man Iron Fist. You know that Octavius and I are the Power Man and Iron Fist of podcasts. That is correct. You know this. If you don't know, now you know. And you know that when Shin Godzilla went down six months ago, uh, we were in the back of we were very lucky mm-hmm. to be in the back of one of those issues. What was that? Issue nine, I believe. Uh, not Carol sure. Carol exactly. Danvers on the front. Civil War II was taking place. We were in the back, a photo of Ock of and myself, and that was, real, that was real special. So issue 15 comes out today, and it is an end of a series that's been a lot of fun. And I'm reading this, and I flip all the way to the back, and I finish the book. And I like reading the columns. I like reading questions. And especially if it's the last book, usually there's a a word or two from the writers, the team that made the book. And I get to it. And indeed, I am correct. David F. Walker imparts some wisdom, some some gratitude. Uh, he, he wrote something real nice about his run on this. And Sanford Green did the same thing. And I'll cut ahead to it. But one, you should pick up this book. Yep. And two, when you do, flip to the letters column and check out Sanford Green's uh, words in,
0: in blue. Sanford v. Green is the illustrator, by the way.
1: That's right. He's the illustrator and a damn fine one. Uh, and at a certain point in this book, he, or in this uh, column, he writes, Also, we've had the privilege to do interviews for seemingly everyone that wanted to hear from us. And we've met celebrities along the way that became fans of what we did with this book. And I think maybe the highlight of this run for me was meeting two best friends, Adam, who's white, and Octavius, who's black. Mm Mm-hmm. Octavius had a kidney disease and needed a transplant. His best friend, Adam, stepped up to volunteer. And one of the motivations for their friendship was seeing the brotherhood bond of Luke and Danny in our stories. And how they dealt with racial diversity by standing up for one another, even when it's unpopular or uncomfortable. That influenced them to make that life-changing decision together. That was such a powerful thing. And honestly made me shed tears, knowing our stories were somehow a contributor to that.
0: Sanford Green thank you thank you very much that is a talk back that i did not expect at all and this is very like i mean it's just very very kind of you yeah. to share your heart mm-hmm. with everyone who reads this book mm-hmm. and very kind of you to share your heart with us mm-hmm. um and we're even like i feel blessed you know we, when we talked about back when this first happened it's like why is this happening you know why, why is this going down, and one of the things is, well, maybe God's allowing this to happen for other people, yeah, besides me, besides Adam, maybe it's it's happening in some sort of way to connect, encourage, or support somebody else, yeah, so to read that and hear that he was affected and moved to tears by hearing that something he did encouraged us, like that's just that cyclical appreciation and love, and I'm just in the same way, I'm honored to have been in encouragement with our story, yeah.
1: Yeah, same. And uh, Power Man, Iron Fist, Danny Rand, and, and and his friendship with Luke Cage that that did encourage me. That does encourage me. Um, I love those two. And and what what y'all did on this book, uh, David F. Walker and Sanford Green, you guys just crushed it. And I think you introduced these characters to a generation of people who need them right now. Yes. And you did it in a way that felt good. Yes. Nostalgic, but it was modern. Yeah. It was fun. You gave us fiddle faddle. I'm like, you gave us knick-knack paddy Y'all. Uh, th- th- these, th- this yeah. was a good run.
0: Yeah. And this is, and this is Iron Fist for a whole new generation. Mm-hmm. Not, oh, not, man. not more so than Netflix Iron Fist. Like it hurts this my is, heart. this is the, int- like you said, this is the introduction to what Power Man and Iron Fist is now yeah. for a lot of people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The costume. I mean, just generally the, the way that Luke they, and they Danny dressed. Look. Yeah. Sanford Green, you have so instilled what their image is for me, this is just how they look.
0: That's how that's right. That's, that's how it. they look.
1: Yeah. And um, i I gotta say thank you to you to to you both, to the entire team for doing this. And it is it is some kind of divine honor to even be in the same
0: breath. So boy. shout out to you. Thank you for the five stars and a positive comment. Hope to talk to you soon. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. Yeah. Yeah. So look,
1: that's our talk back. It's a little unconventional, I know, but I wanted to point that one out because that's that's kinda special, you know? That ain't a tweet. That wasn't a voicemail. That it's was in the back of the book. Published
0: in a comic book. Dang. Wow. Yeah. That's big. We're lucky, huh? Blessed, man. Indeed. Very much so. All right, let's talk about these comic books. You wanna know what comics I got this this, this week? What you got? None, because I didn't get a chance to get to the comic book store. Because <laughs> I'm doing this apprenticeship. And I'm focused, Mm -hmm. but I'm still making time for Kampu Junto. However, I just want to let it be known that every morning I start off my day driving to this apprenticeship, reminding myself to be humble Mm. by turning up Kendrick Lamar's song Humble to as loud (laughs) as my speakers will go without blowing out in the car. (laughs) That is literally, I pull off and I hit like Kendrick Lamar Humble, you know, I remember syrup Sandwiches and Grandma Allowances. That's how I get my day started. Uh, that, that's, uh, that album comes
1: out Friday. That's right. So this time next week when we're doing the show, we will be enlightened people because mm. we will have, damn, Lord will.
0: <laughs> that's the name of the album. We're going to we, find, we gonna find have, out. Damn. We're going to find out what that's all about. Oh, man. I'm, I'm excited. So, so excited. So what books did you pick up? All right. So I picked up, t- well, first of all, Happy Brown Bag Happy Day. Happy Brown Bag Day to you, Adam. Happy Brown Bag Day to the internet as well. I picked up Black Panther
1: and the Crew, number one. Yes. This is a highly anticipated follow-up to Black Panther from Ta-Nehisi Coates. Mm -hmm. Uh, I picked up Grass Kings, number two, from Boom Studios. I loved Grass Kings, number one. That was really good, so I recommend check it out. Of course, Power Man, Iron Fist 15. Yes. That's an important one. That's going in a bag and a board. Star Wars Dr. Aphra, number six. I'm still loving it very much. And I had an opportunity to pick up X-Men Gold uh, before Marvel took all those copies and edited some of that controversy out. And I'm sitting here wondering, why did I do that? Why did I do
0: that? I don't know.
1: You did it. I don't know. I thought like maybe it's something I would look back on in time and say, oh, look at this. When... There's a snafu and Marvel had to turn it around. As never, if that's collectible or something. You're never I don't gonna know. read that. It's
0: just it's probably just like the old school comic book collector clicked in you. Oh yeah. Probably. But you probably Ooh, never, valuable. You probably never gonna read that again. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. So that's what I picked up. That is what I picked up. That's my stack. So let's week. talk briefly about Black Panther and the crew.
1: Black Panther and the Crew is gonna be our our uh, like brief book of the week for this week. We don't want to spoil too much for you, but If you've been reading Black Panther, and if you're listening to Comic Book Junto, you are surely reading Black Panther. It's a no-brainer. You pick this one up. So this is Black Panther, T'Challa, hanging with... A larger team now like this is I don't know when in the timeline this is but I assume it's after some of the events taking place in
0: well Black Panther. now um, spoilers for Black Panther and the crew number one three two one spoilers it's your fault it's your fault so basically what this says is Black Panther and the crew the crew is a team of superheroes that has come together specifically to deal with problems that affect the community they come from or have come to be allied with recently they helped Black Panther stop a wave of suicide bombers in Wakanda but that wasn't the first time the team Came together. The origin of the crew begins in the streets of Harlem. Mm-hmm. So I'm not quite sure if this is if they just went back in time, or if this is like the present day or not. Um, do you remember if the book actually, the beginning? No, is you know what? In the th- 50s. Th- but th- but this is because I just looked at the page. It says now Harlem. Okay, so yeah. it, this is go. after what happened in Wakanda.
1: Yeah. All right, so uh, after what happened in Wakanda, and I won't spoil that for you unless you've been keeping up with it, and you need to be keeping up with it. You know what it is. By the way, trade paperback came out today, a new Black Panther trade, so pick it up. Uh, Black Panther is joining a smaller team, and they're supposedly going to be doing some work in Harlem, but this issue only gives us a peek at two of the
0: members of the crew. So we start out with Misty Knight. That's right. And what I love about this is that it is a detective story. Yeah, it's a police taking place drama. in Harlem where stuff has gone down. There's a beloved... No, that's the wrong word. There is a, a pillar of the community. An activist. Who has, who has passed away. Mm-hmm. The question is, was it by police who took him in and they killed him, or was it by natural means? And what's going on is very similar to what we've seen happen in real life, yeah. Harlem, majority black community, this person who has been an activist and person who has been getting locked up a lot, mm-hmm. and it's not, it's no, it, like from what we get, the gist is there's no big deal for this, for this guy to get locked up. It's That's normal. right. But what happened was, in him getting locked up, He died. Yeah. So Misty Knight, as a police officer, is in the middle between her people, black people, in Harlem, and and being a police officer. So we've got this uprising who's like, look, you guys killed him. You know, we don't trust the police. Mm -hmm. And then we've got Misty who's like, let me get to the bottom of this. Let me figure out what's going on. And we just pretty much follow her as she's doing a lot of that internal thought bubble thinking yeah. and thinking, thinking, thinking. So it's more internal monologue mm-hmm. and then she speaks and I love it mm-hmm. because it's a pure like cop, like cop detective book. And I'm reading this and I'm just like, I want a whole TV show of Misty Night Agreed. You know? Yeah. Agreed.
1: Uh, I would absolutely be watching this. It's, it's nice to see Misty doing something that's not necessarily just fighting superpowered villains, you know, working the working at a street level, which yeah. is cool. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting to see that old team, the Crusade, that uh, 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 our guy who used to be called the Lynx was formerly a part of and he's the one who went to prison and then did not make it out, died in his cell. Um, this is I I think this is the first time at least in a Marvel book that I've seen the word Finna printed in a speech bubble. Yeah. I swear. And I was reading it, I was like, "Huh?" Cause that's like I don't think I've ever read this in a Marvel comic. Hmm. I don't think I ever have, and it's Tanahasi Coates writing a conversation between all black people. Yeah, and the dialogue is right. To me, yeah, to me, to me,
0: to me, like, everything lands. I mean, even like the certain way that. Different characters speak differently. Yeah, they don't all sound the same. Like, oh, y'all are all black people, so you all sound the same mm-hmm. and you all speak the same. There's nuance between when one person speaks and when another person speaks. That's right. And how they interact with one another. Yeah. Um, and there's even small little things, small little cultural things that happen visually. Yeah. That are like, ah, that makes sense. Even down to Missy Knight's afro. Yeah. You know, like she's got like a really, it, you know, the illustrator is like, okay, yeah, this, this, this is accurate. Mm -hmm. so um, ultimately we, to kind of like run down what happens, Misty Knight starts doing some research, she starts digging in and you can kind of get the feeling of like how do I tell this line between Mm -hmm. being a police officer and also really investing in in, in, investigating to figure out what's going on. She still has loyalty to the badge. She
1: has loyalty to justice and the system. And she still has this belief that cops do the right thing. And they're there for a good reason. She is a cop herself, but she has this group, her community, who's looking at her and saying, you can't really believe that though. Right. You're going to help us. You're, you know what this is, right? Right. So she, like you said, she's trying to toe that line. And she recognizes one of the the women in that group as being a familiar face. This mm-hmm. woman with a head wrap. Yeah. Goes by the name Blue. She's like, I know this woman from another life. I don't know what it is. I'm not sure why she's here. I just know this woman. I know, I know she knows me. And there's a conversation between Blue and Misty, when they're in the park and there's these like what? Cybernetic Americops
0: come down. Yeah, they're basically look like look like low budget I- Ironman suits. Yeah. That have police, you know, hats and uniforms on. Mm-hmm. And there's a curfew that's placed in Harlem, which is a point in and of itself. Like, yeah, you're gonna just put a curfew on grown adults yeah where they live. But, In a whole part of the city. Yeah. But you're just gonna pick Harlem to do that because they're protesting, which is like they have the right to protest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How are you gonna anyway? So these
1: But they see Misty's weapon as well. And tell her to get rid of the weapon. So yeah. they immediately jump to blasting them.
0: Right. Shooting, shooting. And you know, there's these two black women in a park. Um, and you know, the way the story's laid out is they're out there past curfew. And Misty's yeah. like, well, you're with me. So right. I'm a cop. We're good. But when these cops show up, they just start shooting. And one of the things that I think is really powerful is the cops keep saying, stop resisting, stop resisting, stop, you, stop resisting. You hear that? Stop All resisting. All the time. It's cell phone videos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and it, it is very powerful. It's no stretch
1: to see that the AmeriCops in this situation are police who do not acknowledge implicit bias. It's police mm-hmm. that you see mm-hmm. all the time who are uh, 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 abusing and harassing and assaulting
0: people of color um, using. Too much force. And it's interesting that these guys are robots. So there's an aspect to where you're like, well, they're robots that are abusing their powers because they don't, you know, they're not thinking. And it's like, wait, is that what police do? Or do they robotically respond? Do they just react to their wiring and programming, whether that be nature or nurture, and just overreact and apply too much pressure? And in light of all that, it is amazing to see Missy Knight get up and literally thrash these people, yeah and destroy these machines and just fight back to see a black woman brown skin with an afro just go and ham sandwich on this, you know law enforcement that is like improperly like inflicting like violence on her. yeah and then we find out through that process that blue was actually. Aurora was actually Storm. Yeah, and then we get introduced to oh, okay, now this is making sense. She, these are the first two members of the crew, mm-hmm. and then we're going to have to see what happens next in the next book.
1: And Aurora, you know, she's often built built up and I think presented as this like mutant African queen, but it's easy to forget that she was born in Harlem. Her character biography. She was born in Harlem. Mm. So here she is. She's back
0: in her city trying to take care of her community like you would. Yeah. And there's this really, really amazing part that happens after Aurora, after Storm goes and pretty much calls down the lightning and destroys all these machines. There's interaction between Misty and Storm. And Storm says, are you okay?" And Misty goes, no, I am not okay, Aurora. And she continues, I know they're machines, but they're still the law. Still my tribe. And Aurora goes, they're not your only tribe. Mm-hmm. And I, I I was like, that that's that's sums it up mm-hmm. right there. Kind of like, even when the word tribe was used, I was like, huh. Mm-hmm. Tanahasi did that on purpose. Mm-hmm. That's that's not a mistake. That's intentional, you know? And Storm doesn't even dispute. She doesn't argue, she goes, but 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 remember. They're not your only tribe. Yeah. And I can imagine some people who may not be connected to this might go, what other tribe are they, really, what's the other tribe? Yeah. I don't get it. Sure. And then taking a little bit of time to think and go, oh, they're both black in Harlem and Oh, oh, okay. And that's the power of having representation in comics because that's not a story that you necessarily be able to tell with other people. Yeah. It wouldn't necessarily come to mind for a different writer. Mm -hmm. So I just think that this is a powerful book. I
1: only had one curiosity of the book and it was revolving around the AmeriCops themselves and I was wondering why are there AmeriCops in here and they are the people who are being oppressive. Why aren't they showing real human being police? Hmm. Because real human being police are doing that in the real world and of course I gotta check myself and say look this is comics okay so some things might be a little difficult Mm -hmm. and I understand that sometimes comics are here to make a statement and to make you better and other times comics are there to make you feel good so you can see heroes win yeah, persevere Um, I, I got that I fixed that but I was curious about that. I was running through my mind thinking, is that something that an editor at Marvel might have suggested? You know what? Take the humans out. Make it a robot.
0: I mean, who knows? I mean, I would assume that 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 was Tanahasi's decision and there was some sort of reasoning and purpose behind it. Mm -hmm. Even the part that Misty pointed out that the AmeriCops are made out of Stark tech and like basically junk. Yeah. So maybe the implication that Stark in doing all of the good this good is being misused in a way. You know what I mean? Who knows? And, th- and that's the thing about Tanahasi that we've learned from reading like over a year of Black Panther is that you got to ride with him. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to let him take you where he's taking you yeah. to see what's going on. Now, even, I if know- you, even if you listen to the origins, you know, Combo Gentle Origins with Tanahasi Coates, that's one of the big things. Like when he first read comics, you open up the book and you're like, here's where you are. Mm-hmm. And... You don't necessarily go know what happened before, what's happening next, and Good that's luck. where that's where your imagination connects, yeah. starts acting, and going, okay, I wonder why that happened, and I wonder where we're going forward, and there it is. Yeah, welcome to comic books. Mm-hmm. You're not always going to have all the answers. You're going to have to wait to next month to see what happens. So I would love I'll, I'll to know what the conversation would be like.
1: Down at the the police headquarters When they're like oh a bunch of our americops Went offline why what happened Storm destroyed them (laughs) Like how do you what do you do Now you got to file paperwork Like do the do real human police Roll out now and they're like let's Investigate this situation yeah Like i'm not gonna arrest storm how no, to... you no, you are not no, going to a rest God no, absolutely, goddess no, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so I'm just thinking, I'm like, man, that would create a real situation, huh? Indeed, at the precinct, because Stormy ain't go- Stormy the one. No, no, she'd be like, okay, bye. Just fly through some clouds, like, or she would just be like, whoosh and blow you
0: away. Yeah, oh man, yep. Yeah. So, so that's what we got going on. Uh, only one book this week. That's right. We got to get up out of here, word, because you know life. Continues to move on. Mm -hmm. So, um, looking at next, what we got coming up, we've got All Star Batman number nine. We've got Batman 21, which is the beginning of the button. So, that's more than likely going to be one of the ones we talk about. We also have Invincible Iron Man number six. That's Ruby Williams as well. So I would probably say Batman number twenty-one. Of course. And Invincible Iron Man number six. What do you think?
1: Uh yeah, yeah, of course. Uh I need to catch up on some Invincible Iron Man. I think I might be behind an issue. Mm-hmm. Uh and Batman is going to take me into some real conflicted territory. So now I need to face this Watchman business. Yeah. So.
0: Well, Internet, as always, let us know what you are going to be picking up and what you suggest that we pick up. So why don't you let them know where they can find you on the Internet, Adam? You can find me
1: on Twitter at AdamTeteris, A-D-A-M-T-E-T-E-R-U-S.
0: You can find me on Twitter at Octavius A. Newman, O-C-T-A-V-I-U-S-A-N-E-W-M-A-N. Again, share the Junto. With someone else, subscribe, rate, review, leave us five stars and a positive comment on iTunes. That really helps us boost up. It helps other people join the Junto, and it helps us become more recognizable on iTunes. Follow us on SoundCloud. Leave your comments as you're listening along. Um, We're going to try our best to respond to those. Leave us your tweets. Um ask us questions using hashtag AskCBJ. Send us emails, comicbookjunto bookjunto at barefruit.com. That's B three A R F R U I T dot com. Also leave us voicemails at two one five nine four eight two seven four two. Mm-hmm. And that's episode sixty seven. That's the one. Adam. What else
1: we got? Anything? No, no, I think we got it. Thank you for joining us for 67 plus episodes. All those one shots, those origin stories. Go back and listen to Tom King if you haven't listened to it. That's right. We hope you're enjoying it. Send us your words and your feedback. Uh, We hope you appreciate it half as much as we like doing it. Yeah. Uh, And there's a lot more to come. Indeed.
0: Mm -hmm. So with that, we love y'all. Until next time, peace.
1: (laughs)